0: It's the show where the topics are topical, but not typical. This is Atypically Topical with Mindy and Josh. Yes, welcome back to Atypically Topical. I am Josh. And I'm Mindy. And uh, we got this thing and down now. Prince. Son of a bitch, <laughs> Prince. He waits till we... Yeah, go ahead and leave. Leave the room. <laughs> and Prince is here too, of course. Um, But he's walking off, so hopefully you won't hear him walking the entire episode. Um,
1: Oh well, he's coming back.
0: And he's coming back. Like, do you live just to screw this up? (laughs) I think so. Okay. Let's let's see if he'll stay still for a while. And, um, yes, anyways, (laughs) we also have another guest in the house. It's Joaquin. Yeah, it's the puppy.
1: See I have, say
0: hi <laughs> Yeah, he's actually um, he doesn't say anything, okay. yeah. He's in Mindy's lap right now Because I feel like he'll just be whining If we leave him alone while we record So, while, Meanwhile the other one will just keep walking around oh, he's my There bed. you go, go back to your bed And sit there Please, it is a soft surface We won't hear every single step you take Okay, anyways Yes, welcome back everybody And uh, he's left- still not <sighs> Okay, I'm going to edit this shit out
1: The problem is both our dogs are very needy. Yeah,
0: they're both super needy. So, like, they have to have attention or they have to be, like, asleep. (laughs) Otherwise, um, it's going to be hard. But um, we'll see how it goes. Um, So, we just had a trip. Mm -hmm. um, We went to, uh, well, we flew into Philly and stayed in, um, what is that small town called? (laughs) Doylestown. What? That's in Doylestown? Oh, no. Well, my sister
1: is, it's called Ottsville.
0: Yeah, so we stayed with Don't your soccer. S- yeah. <laughs> okay, just by the city name. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's pretty much like an isolated area where um, I, like, there's
1: a lot of like winding roads. Yeah. And,
0: and just like um, just a lot of open field and not deer. a lot of city lights, so where it was really cool to, to you can see the stars and everything. And
1: yeah, but it was way too cold to stay outside for too long.
0: True, but. It was a good time to be there for the the blood moon or whatever that was. The
1: blood wolf moon yeah, or the, some shit <laughs> like that. The red
0: blood wolf moon <laughs> it just, like, kept growing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was damn cold there. Oh, yeah. It was, like, I think the last night or the last day, it was, like, in the single digits. It was, like, nine when we left for the airport to come back.
1: Yeah, like, we were literally, um, we got our bags and said goodbye to my sister and my dad. We were out there for, like, a minute, and when we got into the airport, we were, like, fucking shivering.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, just from the car to the to the double doors that open to get in, like, to start boarding, Um, it was like we were already shivering at the gate just trying to print our tickets out. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. I'm not used to that, being in Texas, but...
1: Yeah. But it uh, was a
0: lot of fun. We got to hang out with your family and... Uh, and watch the uh, NFL games and stuff.
1: Yeah, and watch my nephew play some hunting games.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and um other good news when we came back, um the puppy Joaquin, he's doing a lot better. He he had he had parvo, unfortunately. I'm not sure if I mentioned that last. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um my sister was taking care of him while we were gone and the day before we left, he was already looking a lot better. Like, he was uh, actually acting like a puppy following me around, and he actually ate. I had to boil him some chicken for him to finally eat. And when I got back, you know, he was eating his own food, and he was just, like, being more alert. And now he's uh, he's a handful, because he's just a regular puppy now.
1: yeah. So, like, even, ju- even just today, I was trying to cook, and we had to, like, make all these barriers yeah, for him. Yeah, we had to create,
0: like, a fort in the kitchen just so he wouldn't walk in because they're not allowed in the kitchen.
1: Yeah, because we're, we're trying to, like, make him follow the same rules Prince does, and yeah. so Prince is not allowed in the kitchen, so we're trying to, like, make him not Enforce go in the it. kitchen. Yeah. So...
0: So, yeah, that, that was our weekend, and um, this episode is actually inspired by what we did because we're doing episode 31, The Philly special hmm Which I'm sure you're excited about. Yes. Because you... Uh,
1: I love my Eagles. You love
0: your Eagles and...
1: Philly, Philly. Cheese.
0: Sticks. And Wawa.
1: And Wawa, yes.
0: The, it's a convenience store. In the... I
1: bought three bags of their coffee.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pretty good place. I, yeah. I do approve also. It has legit food. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we were actually hoping to have like your sister or or her husband on or both, Mm -hmm. but it didn't really work out scheduling wise. But I'm hoping, I definitely want them or at least one of them so, maybe when we have your, like, graduation party, if they were able yeah. to make it or something. My sister texted somehow. me today,
1: and she's like, we have to go. Because yeah. we have six flags in, like, the mm-hmm. house that we're getting. I, sh- I sent her a map, a of, of, uh, Google Maps of, like, how far it is, and I was like, I got you. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there you go. Hopefully, it'll work out, because uh, I think they would make really good guests, and we can definitely um, have a good episode with them. Mm-hmm. So... Happy. <laughs> yeah Joaquin's just like kind of falling asleep in her lap so oh I need to post a picture of him I don't know oh, if yeah. I did on our you, you can on our it. show page but I'll do that yeah that way people can re- can know why you saved him because <laughs> <laughs> he's the cutest mm-hmm. but anyways uh let's get back to let's get into our topic which is Philly or Pennsylvania I guess I'm not sure where are you It's both. It's both. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah, go ahead take it away, Mindy.
1: Okay. So, I got this idea because in my hometown, there's actually this person actually lived in a house that was in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And I pass and I passed it sometimes.
0: Um, oh, okay.
1: So, I I seen the like sign a lot, but I didn't really know about the person that much. I was like, oh, okay, famous person, that's cool. Because it had like a <laughs> sign about her history yeah. or whatever. And so this is about Margaret Mead.
0: I've heard the name. Yes. Okay.
1: So, um.
0: is that like a a paper company? I remember seeing the logo Mead on like paper or something with a circle around it.
1: Um, sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess I'll, maybe we'll see if it ties into it. Yeah. Well, I'm just completely wrong.
1: Um, so, when I, I'm going to start this with, she was born in Philadelphia. Okay. Um, on December 16th, 1901, so on my birthday,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so she, she is 91 years older than uh-huh. I am, essentially. Um, so, she grew up in a free-thinking intellectual home. Her dad was a professor at the Warrington School of Finance and Commerce and the founder of the University of Pennsylvania's Evening School. Her mother was a sociologist and an early supporter of women's rights.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so I'm going to read you now the sign they have in my hometown because it says, The world-renowned anthropologist and writer lived in this house and graduated in 1918 from Doylestown High School. That is my hometown.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Um, and then it says, Among Her Famous Works are a bunch of books that I'll talk about. But yeah, I always pass that sign. I'm like, who the hell is Margaret Mead? But now I know who she is. <laughs> is
0: this the first time you actually researched her? Or... Yeah. Okay, cool. So I knew I, like
1: I knew she was an anthropologist because yeah. obviously the sign said so, but I really didn't look into like it. what she did. <laughs> um, but as I like was doing my research, I was like, holy shit, she's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so do. Okay, so she majored at Bernard um, in psychology, but then uh, she did her master's and doctorate at Columbia University, so very smart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And anthropology at this time was a very early field, so she's like kind of one of the forerunners of this area. And so for her, anthropology was an urgent calling and, the way, and a new way to bring understanding of human behavior and to bear the future. Mm-hmm. So this is the start of her first book, like one of her m- most famous books. Um, so, in 1925, she set out to American Samoa, where she did her first field work, focusing on adolescent girls, and in 1929, she went and accompanied her second husband, which is a whole thing with her and husbands, uh, uh. <laughs> um, they went to New Guinea, where she studied, and, they studied the play and imaginations of younger children and the way they shaped their adult society.
0: Did she like marry somebody in every country she visited?
1: <laughs> um, not n- not necessarily, <laughs> but she had a lot of husbands. Mm-hmm. So the work she did in Samoa, um, that work she wrote into a book called "Coming of Age in Samoa," and so this became a bestseller and has been translated into many languages. This work presented to the public the first time the idea that individual experience of developmental stages could be shaped by cultural demands and expectations, so that adolescence might be more or less stormy and sexual development more or less problematic in different cultures. Um, Okay. It also, it, it was addressed above all to educators affirming that the civilized, in quotes, in quotes, world is something learned from the primitive. So that's basically saying that, like, our our thoughts about like sexuality and like gender norms or stuff like that is very culture based.
0: Yeah, it's the whole nature versus nurture thing.
1: Exactly, but like she's your
0: environment. Uh uh-huh. And, and this book was
1: very important because she's like kind of yeah. one of the first ones. That, On the like,
0: forefront of that
1: mm-hmm, It's like it's not like innate for our like our gender roles to be this way. Like it really is based on, like, your beliefs and whatever else. Yeah. And so, um... And then she'd either... On the work she did in New Guinea, she demonstrated that gender roles differ from one society to another depending on... Depending at least as much on culture as on biology. So, again, the idea, like, you know, before then, they're like, men get food, whatever, Mm -hmm. do work... Women's Day, because they're like just naturally more, um, I guess, more maternal. Mm-hmm. But then they were like, she was like, no, it's really, it's because of our culture that we think that. Yeah. And it's not necessarily true for everyone else. Okay. Um, so during World War II, uh, she returned to Malus? It's Manus. It's M A N U S. Some island. I don't know. Manus? Manus. Something like know. that. Um, in nineteen fifty three to study the dramatic changes made in response to exposure to the wider world. So guessing this island was very like um, the people weren't exposed to the rest of the world, very tribal and whatever else. And right. so, because the World War II, you know obviously they're being affected by it. And so she went to study how that affected them. Um, and uh, with the society society becoming increasingly pessimistic about the human capacity to change. She insisted on the importance of enhancing and supporting the capacity. She believed that cultural patterns of racism, uh, warfare, and environmental exploitation were learned, and that members of a society could work together to modify their traditions and construct new institutions. If only. If only. <laughs> it's possible, <laughs> mm-hmm. but we don't do it.
0: Mm-hmm. We this, just repeat the same cycle.
1: Exactly. This conviction drew her into discussions of the process of change and expressed the slogan, quote, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world, unquote. Yeah. So she's pretty, pretty cool chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, me taught an, at a number of institutions, but her long-term professional base was in the American Museum of Natural History in New York City, which is somewhere I want to take you because it's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to go.
1: Yeah. Um, she authored some 20 books and co-authored The Equal Number. She was uh, honored for her lifetime serving as a president. Oh, I'm sorry. She was much honored in her lifetime serving as president president of the major scientific associations, including the American Anthropological Association and the American Association of Advancement of Science. She received 28 honorary, honorary doctorates, and she was awarded the Presidential Medal of Freedom following her yeah. death in 1978.
0: It just like keeps getting more prestigious.
1: <laughs> yeah, so she was really, just to conclude, she was really on the forefront of really showing the world that our... The way our society is shaped by like our values, mm-hmm. our gender norms, our our thoughts about like sex and all that, and, like literal sex, and then like sex, sex, you know, yeah. doing it.
0: She just did a humping motion.
1: Is <laughs> um, really influenced by um, the culture we lived in, we live in, and um, and what society puts value on those things. Yeah.
0: So. And she's pretty cool. Yeah, that's not a small deal.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And she
0: stayed at Doylestown. Is that where? Or no, no, um, no, no. in Just Philly.
1: Well, no, she was born in Philly, but she was she really grew up in Doylestown.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, She grew up there.
1: Yeah, and then after after that, she went to college and all that stuff. That's what I meant.
0: I didn't mean stayed as in like her whole life. I mean, like she was there for a period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's pretty cool because, like, I feel like. Um, I really connect with her not only because we grew up in the same town and we have the same birthday, but we also like study um, people and like mm-hmm. see how their environment affects them and stuff like that. Obviously, um, she was during the time where it wasn't well researched or wasn't well known yeah. how culture and every and society affects our way of thinking. But
0: um, yeah, I mean, there was a reason I've heard her name. I just didn't know the context kind of like you started mm-hmm. so that's cool to know
1: yeah it's crazy it's crazy because like we had the same birthday we were born this like yeah we grew up in the same town and we kind of like do similar uh well she did more research and was more is more successful than than i will ever be but <laughs> Sending yeah. people
0: you're still young we'll see but yeah, I don't know about twenty-eight doctorates or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, I'm not
1: gonna get this many doctorates or yeah. even a doctorate.
0: Maybe maybe thirteen. Well, <laughs> honorary doctorates. Maybe I'll get a doctorate. I mean, like Shaquille O'Neal gets like honorary.
1: Well, I need to do something awesome. To Bill get
0: Cosby got an honorary.
1: Well, I would need to do something awesome to get an honorary doctorate. Yeah, but I would have to work a lot to get just a regular doctorate. Mm-hmm.
0: So not worth it. Eh, we'll see. Yeah, We're time working. will tell. <laughs> I'm sorry i already sorry Okay so yeah That's that's Margaret Mead Now I know um, What the name means what she yeah. did Yeah She contributed a lot
1: Yeah I'm actually Interested in like Reading her books Yeah Now See what she found And stuff
0: mm-hmm. So Very cool thank you
1: Yeah you're welcome
0: could not. I I cannot think of a transition. Once again, this is becoming a running theme.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know what your story. So that's how I can't like make uh, a yeah, transition. You
0: uh, if you said something about crashing into a building, maybe. But uh, let's get into questioning Florida. Okay, so, um, as I what, said... What
1: if I was like, well, actually, I didn't <laughs> <can> say that. <laughs>
0: she actually died in a car wreck. <laughs> um... Oh, what?
1: Was that a surprise for you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the puppy is, like, trying to be a part of this. Okay, headline. Okay. Questioning Florida.
1: hmm
0: Quote-unquote, time-traveling Florida man crashed his car into building. From that mm-hmm. headline, do you have any idea what he was trying to do? Time-traveling? Yes.
1: Um, is it, and that reminds me of that Doritos commercial <laughs> where like the little kid, like is trying to get Doritos. So he makes this time machine and this guy with Doritos goes in and is like, and the kid's like, you gotta give it Doritos. <laughs> oh, I don't funny.
0: remember that one. No? That's a good one. <laughs> that's funny. But um, does it make you think of a movie or anything? He, he crashed into a building trying to time travel.
1: Oh, yeah. um, yeah. Uh, What's a fucking... um,
0: (laughs) You can't think of the name of it.
1: Back to the Future? (laughs) Thank
0: you. Yeah, okay. I mean, I'm assuming it has to do with it, so um, let's get into it. This was from floridatoday.com. This was a... um, This happened a couple years ago. A man who told police he wanted to time travel crashed his Dodge Challenger into a strip mall on North Davis Highway in Pensacola earlier this week. I see you browsing on what's happening on your computer over there.
1: No, nah, I was just looking how she died.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anything?
1: No, but she was inducted in the Women's Hall of Fame.
0: Of what? Just women?
1: National Women's.
0: Oh, National Women's Hall of Fame?
1: Yeah, so that's cool. Okay. But it just says that... Um, let's see. Sorry. Um, yeah,
0: we'll go ahead. Let's take a time out to have you.
1: It just said she died <laughs> November 15, 1978 at the age of 76 in New York.
0: Okay, right. so that doesn't, it doesn't right. help at all. Yeah, exactly. All okay, right. continue. The vehicle sped through traffic light at the intersection of uh, North Davis Highway and West Fairfield Drive at 10.50 in the morning and traveled through the front entrance of advanced tax services. The car barreled through the center of the building, coming to a stop outside the double doors at the building's rear entrance. So it, like, went through and stopped at the back of it. The driver, who was was not identified, was uninjured, but was taken to a local facility for evaluation. Charges at the time were not filed yet, so I'm sure by then... Yeah. Um, The sergeant said no one was inside the building at the time, so that's fortunate. Um, The co-owner of... Uh, the building. Oh, Pensacola Caskets, which is next door to the tax building, um, is waiting for clearance on re-entering his business. So it affected more than one like, mm-hmm. <laughs> business. Well,
1: I mean, yeah. I, yeah. If, if a car like drives in the building next to you, like you're going to have to wait a little bit.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, I mean, I'll post this online because you can't exactly look at it now because the puppy's in your lap, but just, just, the, there's just, yeah, there's just a, it just looks like a warehouse with just all of this debris thrown about everywhere. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, that was this guy, I'm assuming, trying to pull the, a, a doc and, and Marty and trying to, like, travel fast and get through the building. Yeah, and... Some drugs work. involved, I'm assuming.
1: Probably. Drugs and alcohol.
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was the time-traveling Florida man that crashed into a building. Nice. Yes. So from that, let's get back to Pennsylvania here and you should have an advantage because you're from from there but um, let's see if I can fool you and spot the fake. All right, so for this one, I looked at dumblaws.com. And looked at uh, dumb and outdated laws in Pennsylvania.
1: Oh, we have plenty.
0: I know. (laughs) I think most states do. Um, So for this one, I mean, a couple of these might be ones that previously existed, but maybe very recently were changed. Mm -hmm. There wasn't... But I did find... I did do like the research and find these on multiple sites, so I do know... That most of these probably still exist or are very like recently um, overruled or whatever mm-hmm. or taken over. And for this one, I I had four. I did four because I, I was thinking maybe your sister was going to be in on this too. So, mm-hmm. it, But also, it's fine because you have an advantage. So, let's see if you can spot the one fake one out of these four, okay? Sure. Number one. It is illegal to sell cars on Sundays. Number two, it is illegal to sleep on top of a refrigerator outdoors. <laughs> Number three, it is illegal to hide dirt under a rug in a household. Number four, it is illegal to drink green tea after midnight.
1: <laughs> How the fuck am I supposed to know these laws?
0: <laughs> you have to know which one sounds the most... Well, I don't know. Even if it's the one that sounds the most ridiculous, it might have existed. So you're you're probably you kind of s- screwed on this one.
1: Wait, can you say them again? Yes
0: number one it's illegal to sell cars on Sundays okay two it's illegal to sleep on top of a refrigerator outdoors three it's illegal to hide on, uh, hide dirt under a rug in a household four it is illegal to drink green tea after midnight are there any that you want to say are real just do you have probably any the
1: refrigerator thing i okay heard you've that heard
0: one. of it alright um and then so there's also illegal to sell cars on Sundays hide dirt under a rug or drink green tea after midnight
1: I'm going to say, say hide dirt under a rug.
0: It's fake? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, let me start with um, one of the ones that we know is real. It's a vestige of Pennsylvania's blue laws, laws designed to keep Sunday a day of rest. And while many of those laws have been repealed, the one restricting the sale of vehicles remains on the lot.
1: Yep. Fucking PA in there. Fucking <laughs> Sunday, Sunday laws. laws yeah.
0: Pennsylvania is one of only seventeen remaining states that don't permit Sunday sales. So for that reason, most of them are just closed on Sundays. Well, I'm yeah. sure all of them are. Yeah, Texas has their own blue laws too, like the whole not buying alcohol before noon on Sundays, which is weird. Um, and I know another blue law that Pennsylvania had was the um, liquor stores are state owned or something.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's the one we talked about. That's yeah, why I, but yeah. but
1: now but now they're open on Sundays. They weren't, yeah. It wasn't like that before.
0: Yeah, see, we don't have that in Texas, so you got that over us.
1: Well, I can't enjoy it because it
0: was—they
1: <laughs> were still closed on Sundays, and yeah. I was over there.
0: So another one that you knew about was it's illegal to sleep on top of a refrigerator outdoors. It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would you want to do it? But you've heard of it before. You have any? You yeah, know? yeah, I heard of it. I couldn't find any real background info about why. But I mean, i just assume. I mean, Somebody did it once and died or something, mm-hmm. I don't know. So, um, all right, so we're down to hiding dirt under a rug or it's illegal to drink green tea after midnight. Mm-hmm. And the next real one is, it is illegal to hide dirt under a rug Take in it. a household. That is, um, yeah, it was like a, a law that apparently they passed for, well, it was like for... Well, women specifically, I guess. I don't know if men were allowed to do it, or what, but I'm assuming for everybody involved, you gotta
1: provide proof that the man actually did it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> somehow.
0: Um. So yeah, the fake one was drink green tea Dang. after midnight. It's it just dumb enough to get you this time.
1: Yeah, those two were just dumb. Enough. I was like, yeah. which one's the dumber one? <laughs> the dirt one. Okay, let's go down yeah. with, with that one.
0: They're both pretty dumb. All right, and just as a bonus, I found a funny one okay. in Allentown.
1: Oh yeah. Allentown. Mm-hmm.
0: How it's far like, is that from your... Uh,
1: like, maybe half an hour or so.
0: Okay, pretty close. In Allentown, it is illegal for a man to become aroused in public.
1: I um, mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that should be allowed everywhere.
0: <laughs> it should be allowed everywhere?
1: Yeah, just like... Well, not like... They can be aroused, but not visibly aroused. Okay. I don't want to see their they yeah. or
0: anything. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I get it. It's just... It's hard to determine...
1: It to be awkward if you're, like, standing, like, next to them, and then, like, it rubs on you, and you're like, eh, I don't know what yeah, to do with this. I feel
0: like people do that on purpose on subways and shit. That's <laughs> Sure. Um, and in subway restaurants. So, <laughs> um, yeah, there's no more info on that one either, so I don't know okay. what exactly constitutes being aroused. Like, does it mean that you just someone sees a boner, and they're like, you're under arrest? I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can do, like, the... um Super bad thing where he, like, tied his boner into his belly button or oh. something, remember? Just tuck it up? Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I guess if if you get a boner in public, you might be arrested in Allentown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, gotcha. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the main story before um, we wrap it up here. Okay. And you'll know about this because it has to do with something you love. And unfortunately, it's a little negative side about it. Tacos? but No. Um, this is from Nicole News, I guess. There's a website. So this is from pretty recently. This is uh, January. The,
1: wait, is it from the Eagles? hmm No.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: I love the Eagles.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it, this mostly says something about a particular.
1: Is it about, about Carson Wentz?
0: No. Okay. No. It, it, it's more about a woman. Okay. This is actually closer to questioning Florida than anything. This is like a questioning Philadelphia. Okay. Or more specifically, Northampton County. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Upset. So, yeah, this is not like a, hey, let's talk about Philly or Pennsylvania. This I'm sticking to just a recent news story because it was interesting. Okay. Upset about the Philadelphia Eagles' playoff loss on mm-hmm. Sunday. Yeah. A 31-year-old woman attacked her girlfriend inside their room at the Best Western Hotel in Northampton County, and she placed the girlfriend's dog inside her microwave, according what? to court records.
1: It's like that one fucking movie where, uh, <laughs> what was it called? I forget, but it was like um, this girl had a crazy roommate, and like she found a cat, and then she put the cat in the washing machine and killed it.
0: I don't even know that. Oh. I think
1: it's called The Roommate, actually. Okay.
0: <laughs> is it just about one, like an obsessed roommate? Yeah. Uh, weird that's trying to become her? Or like, is It's, that...
1: like, it's like she wants to be like okay. the her world that and stuff. That sounds
0: familiar. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Kirsten Gaskins of Philadelphia was charged with simple assault, harassment, cruelty to animals, and possession of drugs. She was arraigned by District Judge um, Robert Hawk and released on $20,000 bail. According to the complaint, uh, the regional police were dispatched at 9.40 p.m. Sunday to the hotel at 300 Gateway Drive and spoke to a woman who said "Who said she had just got into an argument and, and, uh, and into a fight with her girlfriend. Police could see blood on the woman's left ear and a cut on her nose and left cheek. The woman said she and Gaskins were staying at the hotel as a getaway, but Gaskins got drunk, which is usually when it goes downhill if you can't handle yourself. Mm-hmm and began yelling at her about the Eagles' playoff loss to the Saints. Yeah. yeah. The woman's right. Yeah. The woman said Gaskins began to push her, and she pushed her back so she could get away. Gaskins pushed her hard enough to knock her down, and when she was on the floor, Gaskins got on top of her and began hitting her in the face. The woman said she scratched Gaskins on the face and was able to get away. During the argument, Gaskins told the woman that if she left the room, she would kill her dog in the room with them. Gaskins fled before police arrived. While police and hotel security were talking to the woman, Gaskins returned and told the woman to get her stuff from the room because they were leaving. Gaskins refused to talk to police. She was taken into custody on the assault charges and police found a marijuana grinder in her jacket pocket, <laughs> which it's not legal in PA, right?
1: No, it's not. Yeah. You can have medical.
0: Yeah. But not not just a grinder in your pocket and yeah. doing it. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Police went to the hotel it's like, room. I'm,
1: gri- I'm grinding my parsley. Yeah. It's
0: normal thing. <laughs> Until they smell it because they're trained to know how it smells. <laughs> Police went to the hotel room and checked their microwave and found a white Pomeranian dog inside.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> no.
0: The microwave the was not. Cover your
1: ears, walking. Yeah, no.
0: Sorry. Friends, cover your ears. The microwave was not turned on and the dog was unharmed. Oh, All okay. good. Yeah, but the oven was too small for the dog to stand or turn around and there was limited ventilation inside. So that's the dangerous part, mm-hmm. also. Um.
1: I wouldn't put you in the
0: microwave. <laughs> She's talking to me. Walking, it's not even here. Well, <laughs> um,
1: oh, you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, on the other hand, you pissed me off enough. But yeah, I know. I understand like her feeling about the loss because I know I mean, I've, I, I, I've drank I, before when when my team has lost and I've been upset. But I've like when you drink to the point where you. Threatened to microwave a dog. I think it's time to stop.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I would, I, I, would I would. microwave a dog if the Eagles lost to the Patriots again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: <Yeah.
0: laughs> Just right. kidding.
1: I want to do that. I know, right? I'm right? oh, sorry, Joaquin. I,
0: I should put the more you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sound effect after that one. But yeah, that's the story of um, Gaskins. Yeah. <laughs> Kirsten Gaskins. That's more of an indictment on just a, yeah. a person that, that ruins it for the rest of the fan base. Yeah, for real. The majority of Eagles fans didn't want to microwave a dog when they lost.
1: No. They just maybe just destroy
0: property of some
1: Yeah. Kind. Just like minor things, you mm-hmm. know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so <laughs> nothing nothing on you, Eagles fans. I I know not to talk bad about you because there's plenty of good ones like Mindy here. So, um...
1: <laughs> me and Joaquin. I'll
0: fight you. Uh, Joaquin's not officially a fan of any team. No, you he? are
1: he's a fan. <laughs> he's an Eagles fan.
0: Right, he's Joaquin? He's going to become the third host of this. Yeah. Give <laughs> me a little noise.
1: <laughs> he's I rescued him. He's an Eagles fan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You saved his life, so... at least you could do is... Uh, <laughs> he's,
1: like, past out Yeah, that. he's
0: passing out right now. We should, we should get going on that note, because uh, that concludes the main story. <laughs> and uh, we so didn't cute. go too long this time, so... If you're able to free a hand, oh. let's go ahead and uh, call this one. Let's okay. raise our glasses here and go grab a refill. Bye. Bye, everyone.
1: Thanks. Bye. Say bye, a dog if the Eagles lost to the Patriots again.